Welcome to the Season Mamas Podcast. This is a place for all mamas in need of encouragement and the reminder of God's grace for this moment. Here you'll find yourself at the table with four moms who are in different seasons of motherhood, but all lean on their faith in Jesus and the wisdom from one another. Sit yourself down with your favorite drink and join us for real talk, meaningful stories, and a sprinkle of humor as you feel seen, understood, and known. You do not have to mom alone. We would love for you to join our Season Mamas podcast community on Facebook. We will share the link with you in the show notes. My name is Michelle Derricks, and I am mom to two college-age boys. And so today I'm going to be sharing a story from the early days of my motherhood with you, and then the other mamas are going to respond. As moms, we have many thoughts and challenges whirling through our brains each moment. But I would venture to guess that there might be certain thoughts you tuck deep inside your heart because you don't like to think about them, because it causes worry to rise, anxieties, to stir below the surface. I have a story that happened about 14 years ago. During that time period, I faced numerous health issues and was waiting for another major surgery. It was my second surgery in 18 months, and my boys were young, but they remembered how after the first surgery, I had gone back into the hospital, into intensive care with a life-threatening situation. This next surgery was put on hold because they were waiting for my vitamin D levels to rise to a safe level because they were too low for surgery at that point. I had spent countless hours on the phones with doctors and nurses talking about all of my health issues, trying to get this all straightened out. But I didn't realize how scary the conversations might have been for little ears and not understanding what was really going on inside of mommy's body at the time. And so I share this story in my book, Promise Rest. One night during this season of waiting for this surgery, I was tucking Jacob and Matthew into bed. And usually my youngest, Matthew, was all snuggly and full of mischief and just trying to convince mom that he could stay up a little bit later. But I noticed that his big beautiful blue eyes were shimmering with tears. I pulled him close and I asked him if he was okay. With his eyes turned down, he shrugged his tiny shoulders and he said, Mommy, I don't want you to die. And his little lip quivered. I looked at him and I said, why do you think that I'm going to die? I'm not planning on doing that anytime soon. And he goes, Because, mommy, all of the vitamins are falling out of your body. And I didn't realize that he didn't understand what low vitamin D levels meant. And by that time, Jacob was crying too. And so I pulled him onto my lap. And I told him, I said, I'm not planning on dying anytime soon. But I also knew that I needed to be honest with them that there would come a point where God would take me home to heaven someday or take one of them or somebody else that they knew. And I assured them that they didn't need to be afraid 
that it was okay because Jesus was always with us and that he would be with us and that heaven was a wonderful place that once we got there, we would never want to leave and that we would look forward to the others joining us. And so we talked about that for a little while. And then Jacob said, but I still feel yucky about all this, mom. I think we need to pray about it. And so we agreed that all three of us would pray. Troy was off farming, so it was just the three of us at the moment. And so we took turns with praying. I went first and then Jacob. And then it was Matthew's turn to pray. And he's like, I'm sleepy and I know that Jesus is going to take care of it. I need to go to sleep because in his mind, everything was okay. But Jacob looked at me and he's a lot like me. He's emotional and anxious like his mama. And he's like, mom, I, I really feel like I need to like physically give God what's bothering me. And so I had the idea. I said, okay, well, I said, usually our worries are in our hearts. I said, let's take our hands and put them over our hearts. And then we're going to take all those worries and we're going to fling them up to heaven and give them to God. And so we spent the next five to 10 minutes taking all the worries, speaking them out loud and flinging them into the hands of God. And after we were done, I looked at Jacob and I said, do you feel better? He's like, yeah, I let them go, mom. God's going to take care of it. And now I can go to sleep. And I thought about that story a lot. It's been over 14 years since that happened. But there are so many things as a mom that we have to let go of. And we try to face them with our own abilities. And we find that there's many problems that we cannot solve. And we can't fix them. Or the circumstances that we're living in that we didn't choose. Or stories we don't like. And what do we do? And God invites us to let them go because he is God and we get to be his children. And so dear listeners, dear friends that are listening in on this conversation with us seasoned mamas, I want you to think about what is it that's tucked deep in your heart that you don't like to think about, but you know or want to let it go. And I invite you as we share what's going on in our lives that we need to let go of and place in God's capable hands that you think about it too. And so I'm going to invite the seasoned mamas to share with us what it is that they would like to let go of. I have faith. Welcome, friends. And I am in this season of motherhood, of toddlerhood. And do we have another baby or not? I don't know if that's really a season, but I'm calling it a season because that's where we're at right now. But yes, the question of what I think needs to be let go that's been on my heart a lot lately is I like to call it like being a super mama. So I think I wear this cape of being like super mama and I can do everything and it can be perfect all at the time that I do it. And so what needs to be let go is the cape of that I am not super mama and I actually have flaws and I actually need to ask for help. And so letting go of that responsibility, letting go of the, it doesn't need to just be me that does it. And I don't need to be like the Pinterest mom with the developmentally appropriate activities that has all of my children learning and sensory input and all of the things, but it is 
just me as a mom and I come with flaws and I make mistakes and it is okay because my children are seeing that. And so, yeah, I think that's what I need to let go of is just removing the cape and allowing my imperfections to show. That's so good, Faith. Thank you so much for sharing. That really touches me too. So this is Lindsay. I'm in the season of motherhood where my kids are going to school. My youngest is three, almost four. So he's in preschool, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then I have a second grader and a fifth grader. And what I'm finding in this season unexpectedly is, you know, people are kind of throwing around different diagnoses, diagnoses, how do you say that, to label my children, right? Are they ADD? Or do they have anxiety? You know, and so I really, I can get caught up in trying to figure out medically or psychologically, like where, where do they fall? Or, you know, even looking at testing scores, where do they fall on the chart of how they're performing academically? Right. But I, what God is inviting me to let go of is that he knows them. He forms them. He knows everything about them. Right. And he is at work in their hearts, in their minds, in their school. And I don't need to hold on to all of those diagnoses, those, those testing scores, because God is with them and forming them into the people that they're becoming. Right. Amen. Such truth in that, Lindsay. That's a good thing for us to remember about our children and also about ourselves, because we like to label ourselves or compare ourselves and we can rest that he knows us and gives us exactly what we need. This is Deb, and I am in the season of motherhood of empty nesting, where all three of my children are in their 20s. And praise God, they're all, they've flown and grown and they're doing so well. We have a very close relationship, though they all live, well, somewhat far to really far away. And the thing I struggle to let go of in this season of motherhood is control. I've always been a bit of a control freak that way, wanting to say, yes, oh, I've got this because you know what? Right now it's okay. They're under my roof. So while I can't control everything, I can know that they're safe at night, right? So let's call this a, a combination of letting go of control and letting go of worry. When they left the house and that became more normal than not, I had a new kind of feeling of loss of control when they were not under my roof at night. And I justified my worry. Well, that's just valid concern, right? Uh, there's a place for valid concern and there's a place for idle worry where I think, what if? But if they wait, oh, oh, if only and did I prepare them enough for this? Now they're there and, and, and on and on. And I'm learning in my relationship to be careful with whether or not I offer advice or just listen and recognize that we have this new season where we are gleaning from one another as we've always done, but maybe in a new space as they operate independently, as do I, but we lean into and learn from one another in a different way. So I'm still and always a work in progress, but control and worry, continually laying those at Jesus' feet, recognizing that he's always been the one in control. He never leaves their side just as he hasn't left me. And what an incredible way for me to pray for them, pray over them, even when they are 
somewhat far to very far away, that in his omnipresence, he's with us all. That he's ultimately the one in control. Even when their lives or mine feel topsy-turvy from one end of out of control to another, there he is ultimately guiding, leading in control. And I praise him for that. That's the struggle that I don't see leaving me really soon. But with God's help, every day, every day, laying it at his feet. You're in control, Lord. I don't need to worry. You've got them in your grip and you've still got me. Yeah, that control is a hard thing. I'm in the season of motherhood where I just sent my senior who's in college off the other day. He's got some leadership responsibilities. But my baby just graduated from high school and next week we're taking him off to college. And I look at this whole empty nest thing and I just cry. But I'm also really excited because I know it's time. And so it's just that constant laying down at God's feet. Like, I know that you are with them and I'm going to miss them terribly. I homeschooled my boys, so I was with them a lot. And so going from knowing everything about what's going on to only knowing what they choose to tell me is like, that feels hard to me, but also important because, you know, you don't want to have to tell your mom everything or have her know everything that's going on. I certainly wouldn't wanted my mom to know everything that was going on when I was in college. And so I know that that's all normal. So it's just that learning to let go and know that God holds all things together and he holds them in his capable hands. He holds me and Troy in his capable hands. He holds all of us together. He holds all things together. And there's such comfort with that. And so before I close this episode out today, I was going to ask if there's any more comments from the mamas. I just love gleaning from each of my sisters in Christ, each in our own season, and how relatable it is, even if I'm not currently in that season, to say, ah, yes, the cape. Sometimes I feel like I'm still trying to wear the cape. Sometimes I'm the one trying to analyze or consider how I could take control of what's going on in in another loved one's life, be it diagnoses or otherwise. When I hear from each of you, I receive and God is working through each of our states of mommyhood in such unique ways, praising him for this opportunity to share. Well, and dear friends who are listening to us, we are praying for you too in whatever season you find yourself in and what you're having to let go. And know that in this walk of motherhood, you don't walk alone, although sometimes it feels rather lonely in motherhood. We are here to walk with you as God walks with us and to share from our hearts to yours and to know that when you see posts on social media, or if you want to send us a message to let us know what it is that you're letting go of, know that we will be praying for you in those moments. And so in closing today, this whole idea of letting go, it reminds me of one of my favorite Bible verses, which is be still and know that I am God, Psalm 4610. That be still is the learning to let go, to loosen your grip 
it's so hard as a mama to loosen our grip, isn't it? And so God invites us to loosen our grip, to be still and know who he is, but also to know who we are as his children. And so it's interesting. This prayer was sent to me about the same time that this story happened with my boys. I was struggling with health issues. My husband and I faced a really hard decision. It was one of those things where both choices held heartache. It didn't matter which way we choose. It was going to be hard for us. And a friend sent me this prayer, and I've prayed it many times over these past years, and I've shared it with many people. And in fact, some of you who are listening have heard me pray it before, but I think it bears repeating because it's something that we can always be reminded of, and it's so simple, and this is how it goes. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Be still and know. Be still. Be. Be in the presence of the one who loves you more than you can possibly imagine. Rest in his capable hands. And knowing that in the letting go, you're not losing anything. You're gaining God's peace, his strength, his hope, his joy. We pray for all of these things in the most precious name of Jesus, who promises to be with us in all things. Amen.